So how many people does Judith Collins speak for when she says yesterday's four o'clock exercise was the announcement of an announcement and provided no hope for Aucklanders? Act weighed in, they called it patronising, saying Adun either doesn't know the plan, meaning she is making it up as she goes along, or won't tell us until Friday, and that's possibly worse. Uh, the National Party leader, Judith Collins, is with us. Very good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Mike. I don't want to over... I don't know, get overly emotive about this, but I mean, you and I are about the same age. We've been around for a while. We've seen a lot of governments. This would be singularly the worst government of the modern age. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're right. It is the most incompetent, the least trusting of people, the most secretive, the... I, I, I think if we have to listen to once more being spoken to as they were five years old and that we can wait till Friday to find out what the big prize is, I will start throwing things at the screen. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people who feel exactly the same way. I've been in Auckland the week before last. I've been and uh, the last week. I know the anger on the streets. I've said to the Prime Minister, get out of Wellington and go and visit Auckland. She hasn't been there hmm. since the start of the um, lockdown, she should get there and listen to what people are saying on the streets as you go about trying to get your groceries. Just things are, the thing's out of balance, isn't it? I mean, most of us have done our job. We've been locked down. We've been vaccinated. We're set to go. Yes, the cases are rising a little bit, but at some point we've got to have a plan, got to have a number, got to pull a trigger, and we've got to get on with life. That's what it boils down to, doesn't it? It certainly does, and we've got a plan, Mike. We're uh, also releasing our economic plan tomorrow as well for what the government should be doing right now because, as we know, we have small businesses up and down the country, and particularly in Auckland, that are on their knees. And those are just people. They're people who have often mortgaged their homes to be able to go into business. They're people who are looking at losing their homes. And the, to hear Grant Robertson constantly crowing about the resilience of the economy, I'm sure there's a lot of Aucklanders thinking exactly where he can stick his resilience for the economy. Yeah. The, well, someone texted me, it was actually an, an ex-National Party MP yesterday, and they said that the emphasis, and they were listening to Ashley, the emphasis on the health system, there's nothing wrong with the emphasis on the health system, but there's no emphasis on anything else. It's, it's the emphasis on the health system at the expense of everything else, isn't it? Well, it's also at the expense of the health system. So when they're talking about... You know, you heard about Robertson this morning talking about, oh, we've got, you know, surge capacity and things like that. In the first six weeks of this lockdown, there are 85,000 procedures cancelled yeah. by the government because they held all the ICU beds available for people with COVID. They've put no new ICU beds in despite 18 months of a pandemic. What are they doing? The answer is congratulating themselves every day. So even the Vaxathon was considered to be you know, a great success by them. It's only needed because they sat on their hands for months this year, didn't bother to order the vaccines until late, and then crowed that we were good to be at the bottom of, back of the queue of all the developed world. So that's why it's their failure, and Aucklanders in particular, in everyone else's country, uh, who has to go to work in a business where they are dependent on what money comes in the door, not working for the state, all these people are losing out and losing security. Yeah. My big fear on the vaccine target, let's call it 90%, uh, is they're going to wait till everyone's jabbed. In other words, this, is a, this has got an ethnic twist to it. Would you, though, do anything different? 
Well, I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you could should separate people out into their ethnicity on immunisations. It just gives a free pass to those DHBs and uh, those who are in charge of putting the vaccines in people's arms to say, oh, it's. To be frank, because it's mostly it's Maori, yeah. which is the biggest uh, biggest ethnicity there. We had the best results in government on vaccinations when we did not let DHB separate people into different races, depending on, you know, for vaccination. What we said is you need to get your 90-something percent rate across the board. You don't do that, you don't, you fail. Now, the government's had all this year to get the vaccinations in people's arms. 20% of New Zealanders were fully vaccinated when this latest lockdown started what almost 10 weeks ago and that was it that's after months and months of us being told oh no you can go now to get your vaccine oh no you can't go till next month Um, they didn't have the supply in place and they didn't they refused until relatively recently to use your family doctors and your pharmacists the people who actually give most people their vaccines they had all the answers appreciate your time as always judith collins national party leader 